Thank you to my patrons for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, I'm working with people on Twitter right now for uh for some art commissions, right? And given how many artists there are out there, I'm thinking I'm getting some more. At least not right away, more in the coming future. I already paid the two artists, so we got that going for us. There are things coming up in the future. Um, I'm not going to say exactly what. I think I already mentioned it in the previous episode, and I don't want to bore you with the details. But what I do want to bore you with, <laughs> I guess putting it lightly, is, well, there's a, there's a lovely channel on YouTube that does this thing every Monday. Um, multi-level Mondays. If you guys know exactly what that is, well, I mean, you already know. I mean, no introduction needed, honestly. So what that is, is um, it's a show about multi-level marketing. And honestly, it does need to be spoken about because it's become more prevalent nowadays. And, uh, you know, with people losing a lot of money. And I was almost the victim of one, so I thought I'd talk about that. All right. Alright, I already mentioned that this episode of the podcast is going to be inspired by somebody else's work, but I don't mean, when I say that, it sounds like I'm ripping them off, right? No. They go into way bigger detail, and I'm just going to tell you their name now. It's um, Illuminati on on YouTube. She's very good, honestly. Like, I don't know if that's her gender or not. Um, They're very good um, when it comes to discussing multi-level marketing. And they do it every Monday. It's uh, multi-level Mondays, they call it. Which, ironically, is still the same um, acronym, MLMs. See, the, the funny part is, now, now that I got your attention on the subject, because of the nature of these, uh, these companies, I cannot name them exactly, okay? And I'm going to tell you this, because they, they threaten legal action constantly, because they know they're illegal, right? They know they're absolutely scummy, it's essentially a big scam for anyone who is not involved at the very top of it. You know what I mean? And the reason that I brought it up is because throughout my life, I have seen multiple. In fact, unfortunately, because of the fact that I am, um, you know, Mexican, there is a specific... Uh, there's a very notorious one. I can't really tell you their name, but they, they sure love herbs. In fact, their their life is herbs. Let's just call them that, yeah? You already know what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> but this specific company targets Latin Americans. At least they do now. I don't know. I guess it was some sort of a marketing gimmick that they did where they, were, they would tell these young Latin Americans, hey, if you sign up and you get other people to sign up and they start selling product, then you make money off of what they make. It's one of those things where you, you've got to keep recruiting people and the only way you make money or break even is if you recruit a certain amount of people and they keep doing it and they keep doing it, you know. It's a pyramid, basically. And you're at the very tippy top should you be able to, ma like, magically build this pyramid. The only problem is a lot of people are so well-versed on pyramid schemes that we already know. MLM, you hear multi-level marketing, you already know it's a fucking scam. Why? Because it's... I mean, it relies on constant growth. The only problem is you can only have so many people 
that that you get involved in you know like family or friends okay when they run out what are you gonna do go door to door no everyone already knows this tactic and it's scummy as all hell and I almost fell for one <laughs> look I didn't understand it at first right when I first saw it from a distance I didn't think that like 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 I didn't think it was so easy to fall into them but the best part about it right is eventually they say something there's always some sort of word some sort of dead giveaway that's like oh that's what you're doing and this company I actually forgot their name so I'm not even going to hesitate by uh, telling you their details it was not the the life of herbs I was going to say their name whoops that I almost fell into it was another one entirely and this one I genuinely forget their name so all I could say is I was on the market, right? I was on the market for some life insurance because me being crazy as hell, I wanted to go skydiving, but the only place that I could do it nearby is like notorious for people just straight up dying. And I thought, okay, I'll bite the bullet. And then knowing me, knowing how crazy I am when it comes to things like that, I thought at the very least, I want to be responsible. And Honestly, it'd be responsible just to not do it, so I didn't do it. But in the mindset that I had at the time, I thought, okay, I need at least some sort of life insurance. And I decided to look into it, and my mom was even like, hey, um, this person that we knew, an old family friend, is now selling insurance, and they want to talk to you. So I had to go all the way to this town. Big city, right? I guess the first big red flag for me is that they weren't, in an office they were in a rented space surrounded by offices so it looked legitimate okay i was going here thinking all right i'm gonna get some insurances and then i go into a fucking unmarked door that i've never seen before in the back you know like it's just shady as all hell and then you open the door and it's like vaguely an office and when i say vaguely i mean it's like the silhouette of an office it's not it's not quite there it's almost like it's set up so that you can immediately get out of there. So, second red flag, I guess. Actually, the, the worst part is when you wear rose-colored glasses, all the, all the red flags just look like flags, okay? So I was walking in already excited. And the more we spoke, the more it did seem legitimate, right? They're like, all right, this is the plan here, all that stuff. And then out of nowhere, right? Like we were discussing insurance for me. And it was a reasonable rate and whatnot. But they stopped suddenly and they were like, how would you like to sell insurance? I was not even close to interested in insurance. But the moment they said that, I was like, okay, now I'm seeing the red flags. I did not come here to sell. I came here to purchase. I thought this was a business. And then they kept going on. And this business, I started realizing that First, they help you get some sort of insurance license, I guess, to sell, which comes at your expense, but they make it sound like they're going to pay for it. Because, you know, there's no such thing as a free meal. And unfortunately, I guess that's what they were offering. Second, these motherfuckers. You know when they find... This is where, this is where I'm going back, right? They say the thing, and you immediately notice, right? You, you immediately, like, snap back into reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, whatever. Um, when what they said was, when you sell 
to certain people, you'll make commission. But they didn't say it like that. It was more like, you, you tell a friend, they'll tell a friend. You know, one of those things. And then they say, when you recruit other people to sell insurance, that's what got me. The first thing I did was, I was like, you guys got a bathroom. You know, immediately went to the restroom. And I realized that that's probably the smartest thing I did because I immediately researched the company and every single person was like, big scam, big scam, multi-level market scam, get out of there. I didn't buy insurance. Not that day, not at all. I still have the fucking folder, right? That they gave me. I think I threw it away now, I'm not sure. I'll have to look around. Place is a fucking mess right now. <sighs> Go figure. <laughs> anyway, they gave me this folder with a bunch of companies on them and they're like, yeah, these people work with us. So, you know, I'll give you these, give you some numbers. Uh, I wish you'd signed up today, but you know, it is what it is. But the weirdest thing for me, right, is these people, they all had the same goal in mind. All of them were telling me, do you want to sell insurance? No, I fucking don't. I do not want to do that. And I don't know that, that I don't know how I didn't immediately see it. I guess the worst part for me, right, is I'm in a town real far away in the middle of a random business district in the back fucking offices surrounded by people I don't know asking me to join this fucking weird this weird like recruitment thing I mean I've seen cults before but this this had this gave me a cultish vibe I don't know you kind of know it when you see it you know people desperate for money and they're hooked onto this dream so much so that it's almost religious to them it was sad it was really sad to me I mean, it, it is what it is. Good for you. Go. You know, maybe you can make money. I don't know. But when the entire world is telling you you're wrong, maybe listen to the fucking world. Okay? Maybe just pull your head out of your ass and I don't know. I, I'm still heated about this because I look back and I think I went out of my way to speak to an old family friend and this is how you treat me. The worst part is I feel like I, I feel like he was being genuine. Like he didn't realize. And when I came back and I told my parents about it, they were like, oh, no. Oh, no. You know, because they were familiar with uh, multi-level marketing. In the moment I told them, they were like, so it's the same as that one company that was trying to get us to recruit and this and that. And I told them, exactly. It's the same shit. I, there's a good subreddit, right? I really should have, like, like, I'm not on Reddit anymore. But I should have talked about this, like, if I did have a Reddit, I would go on anti-MLMs. Look it up, it's a great page. But that definitely does fit in there. In fact, I did a Google search about this company, and when I did, a lot of people were saying they have reputable sources, but overall, all the insurance that you could buy from them is incredibly scummy. They'll never actually cover anything after you die, and that's the worst part about it, right? It's life insurance. It's supposed to cover you after you die. So how are you going to reprimand them when you're fucking dead? Think about it. That is a smart scam. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm actually like, whew, genius. But that is so unethical, man. Come on. I'm mad because I was, I was already in the building. Okay? And I guess that's like step one to them. Like, I started learning more about the recruitment thing, and I guess that's a big step one. It's like, get your family in here, and they'll listen. Yeah, but always keep your always keep your wits about you. Um, I guess I let my guard down, because, you know, I didn't know any better. I thought, hmm, family friend wants to talk to me. 
That's that's no way to treat a family friend. What the fuck? But yeah, it is what it is. On that topic, though, I think we should discuss exactly the tactics they use because I just mentioned one of them. And I do remember one thing. <clears throat> the thing I remember most, right, is a lot of self-help. <clears throat> a lot of self-help and a lot of seminars. I don't know what the hell's going on. I think I just had, um, eh, it doesn't matter. Um, a lot of what's going on, right, is because these people are in a desperate situation. They're suddenly given all this attention, all this self-help, all these promises of millions of dollars, and it just never happens. Why? Because they're the bottom ring, right? They're the bottom part. They're, they're not, they're not going to make it, okay? That's sadly the truth, but the entire scheme involves people beneath them you know what i mean i mean go figure right i mean it's called a pyramid scheme what are pyramids made of shits and the bricks on the bottom a little bit less on top a little bit less on top you get it okay and the entire thing crumbles once you start taking apart the bottom parts right so the reason that mlms are so successful is because sadly there's a lot of desperate people out there and they do have they have very specific targets as well one of them being, you know, obviously, um, Life of Herbs. I can't say their name. I mean, I think I can. A lot of people are. And they're not getting quote-unquote sued. But they have a bigger budget than me. And honestly, I'm not trying to risk it. Anyway, what I'm talking about here is they have very specific targets based on people like low income or a certain race or even a certain gender. I don't know if you guys knew this, right? But most... MLMs are targeting women because they have this power they have this power dynamic where they're basically feeding into you, right? Okay, they're trying to feed you a power dynamic. What they're saying is you'll be your own boss, you'll make millions and everyone's going to hate you because you're so rich. What what the fuck? I mean, really think about that, okay? If that were the case, then they would listen, right? Then all of us wouldn't be discussing this. A lot of people wouldn't be talking about how MLMs are the fucking worst. The, the whole reason that... The, the whole reason I bring that up is because, unfortunately, I had some family members... I'm not going to say their names, but I did have some family members... Uh, I don't remember if it was cousins or aunts... Who almost fell for it because they're the target demographic. You know, uh, like, we're... I, I, I think at the time we were low income. We're doing okay now. I mean, we're not rich, but we're not poor. You know what I mean? But, yeah... And when it affects you directly, it hits different. Because you see everything that they can't. There's a great video on YouTube where it discusses more of the psychology of the MLM. Why it's so successful. Because they basically use these tactics where they'll feed you self-help. But unfortunately, it's also self-deprecating disguised as self-help. Where if you're not making all this money, it's, it's your fault for not working hard enough. For not recruiting enough. That's fucked up. It's just fucked up. That's all it is. So if you know someone who's in a pyramid scheme or who's fallen for an MLM, sadly, they're probably already in too deep. Once they've started with the whole, you know, the whole package, all you really got to tell them, right, is if you're truly working for someone, you shouldn't be paying them. Okay. It usually goes the other way around. Yeah, you earn money from commission, but... You gotta buy the product yourself. You are the product. That's what annoys me the most about this is that a lot of people don't see that. All they see 
is glamour on the horizon. A horizon they'll never get to. A pot of gold on a rainbow that's never going to come closer. You ever walk towards a rainbow? They tend to go away. I don't know why I said it like that. God damn it. You ever shave your balls and every position you sit in just sticks those little bastards to the side? Uh, and <laughs> Off topic, as always. The MLM thing, right? The whole reason I was thinking about it. I keep saying that, don't I? I seem to have a pattern with the way I talk. Multi-level marketing just isn't something that I'm fond of. Mainly because I was almost a victim of it. But the thing is, I wasn't a target demographic. Mainly because, one, I wasn't desperate for money. I was actually looking for a product. They just happened to sell what I was looking for. But they messed up in one regard. I was not desperate for money. I still am not. I think I'm doing okay financially, but... I mean, if you want you want to hit me up with sponsorships, you know, hit me up. You know, it's all good. <laughs> I might do something on Instagram later. I don't know. I've been uploading um, shorts onto um, onto YouTube and TikTok. Um, like clips of the podcast. I, I guess it does work with numbers, but at the same time, it's normally the same people that are seeing it. So it's all good. So back on the MLM thing. I need more people to tell me about their experiences with it, right? I asked on Twitter, didn't get any responses. That's fine. I don't have any followers on there. It's mostly artists, so that's all good. But if you do have a story to tell, I I might do a follow-up of this if I do get enough participation from you guys. So I need you guys to, you know, go on my Twitter or, or on my email, the, the one in the description, and tell me your story dealing with multi-level marketing or pyramid schemes or, you know, any any of those sorts you know what i mean one of the one of the other ones that i've heard recently it's a much bigger one as well um it's selling knives but the interesting thing about this one right is that for the longest time i was the target demographic i'm not anymore but they target college students and if you know one thing about college is that whenever you're in college you can never have enough money Honestly, that's always a factor in the back of your mind because everything costs a lot and you're paying a shit ton. But at the same time, you're learning to get a job. You know, you're not actively working. At least not a lot of us are. Or if we are, it's never enough hours to cover everything. Enjoy ramen. That's all I'm saying. To all the, co all the college students who are going to gonna be studying in a, in, a, in a few months, good luck. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's, um, there's no way around it. You're going to be... You're going to be wanting for money at some point. You know what I drove when I was in college is a, a beat-up old Toyota. But, like, from 2002. Like, way older than it should be. More miles on it than my Peterbilt, which is built for work, by the way, to drive really far. When you have a car that has more miles on it than your truck, you should probably reconsider your options. But sometimes you don't have enough for something that costs more. In my regard... It was only a $2,000 car, right? I still didn't have enough for it. That should tell you how bad it was back then. Uh, during during this period, right? And I had a payment. I had a payment once for my uh, student loans. That was $120. I could not afford it. Lucky for me, they did say, Oh, it'll just, you know, pay it off in little segments. And I was thinking, I don't even have like $50. And I had a job at the time. <clears throat> So anyway, I would have been the target demographic for these people if it wasn't for the fact that California, I believe, 
has laws against them. But I've heard other states where they get you in and they tell you, you know, we're not here for money. Like, I've heard some people who say that and it's like, why the fuck would I be working then? But, as usual, you, you just heard me burp. Oh, God. As usual, they'll target those who don't have enough money and who are desperate for work. Again, college students. Specifically college students. Or, in some cases, I've heard high school students as well. If you're targeting high school students, telling them to sell knives and, you know, showing them how to sell it, um, that's a big red flag for me, okay? I mean, college students, there's one thing, right? They're older now. I get it. High school students are still children. That's child labor. I really don't think you can even get a, like a permit for that, <clears throat> regardless of your age. If you hear me coughing a lot, I started running. Guess my lungs aren't up to speed again. Also, I might sound louder because, you know, lungs. <laughs> but, man, I keep bouncing back and forth from topic to topic. Honestly, I can never stay on one. Thanks to the fact that I, I'm always over-caffeinated when I do these podcast episodes. Hey, it doesn't help that I also work like 12-hour shifts, okay? Cut me some slack, goddamn. Also, people on Twitter... Just a sec, I'm getting a call. Second over, I am so glad I picked up. I wish I actually was just reminded of something. Thanks to the person I uh, spoke to over the phone. There are... there. There's a... There, what is it? Lost my train of thought. God damn it. No, no, no. It, it's back. It's back. This ain't a train. It's a fucking ski resort. Um, there is the FTC looking into a variety of different pyramid schemes, right? Now... There's one key difference that they do use to differentiate the two. And it does appear as, as though there's some legislation in place to try to avoid MLMs altogether. Okay, here's the nitty gritty. What's the difference between an MLM and a pyramid scheme? There is one. There's a single key difference. The single key difference, right, is if it's a pyramid scheme, no product is actually being sold. It's just recruitment after recruitment after recruitment. MLMs, you sell something. But you also recruit people, okay? And there is... There's a Amway, I believe, is one of them. This time I could say their company name because I just realized that a lot of these people who are, like... Who are in these, like, multi-level marketing schemes, they won't try to sue you unless you're, like, straight up saying that they're um, fraudulent or something. So I'm just going to say the name. Fuck you, Herbalife. The other one, I genuinely cannot remember, so... You know, good luck with that. Amway's one of them. Anything that has you selling, like, products or cosmetics or diet plans. Primerica's a weird one for me because it's like they're not selling a product. They're selling investment opportunity, which doesn't make sense to me because I invest in other things. I don't invest with them. You know what I mean? So, there's the key difference between an MLM and a pyramid scheme. An actual product is being sold. That's it. That's the only difference... If a product's being sold, it's not illegal. But if it's not, then it is. It's very illegal. Highly illegal, in fact. It's considered fraudulent by the FTC, which is the Federal Trade Commission, for those who don't know. It's mostly a U.S. thing, but a lot of places, like, a lot of countries are just straight up telling these companies to, you know, kick bricks. You know, fuck off. <laughs> Putting it nicely. If you hear a dog in the background, my neighbor's dog's just in heat or something. I don't know. But yeah, these companies suck. 
period. There's, there's no nice way around it, to be honest. I would go into further detail, but I'm pretty sure I've chewed your ear off long enough. So, let me bring up a list, now that I know I could safely say their names. Let me bring up a list of these, um, these companies to avoid, okay? Ten Horror Stories, wrong one. My bad. Thank you, Yahoo. You're finally good for something. One. Beachbody. Beachbody is a pyramid scheme. Um, nope. It's a multi-level marketing. Primerica, we already talked about that one. Amway, I believe uh, I already talked about that. LuLaRoe. Nura. Herbalife. Advocare. Unique. These companies. I'm saying this right now. With utmost respect. Fucking avoid them. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Don't get recruited. Buy their products. Sure, whatever. You see, the thing is, some of these products are like, okay. But this is where we get into the dark side of multi-level marketing. Because it's more akin to a cult than it is to a job. You see, I mentioned earlier that they have a lot of self-help books and stuff. Well, think of it this way. These are people who are in desperate times, who are clinging on to any sort of meaning. So when you suddenly give them meaning, by means of seminars or self-help books that they should be reading, then it does paint a more like Charles Manson-esque picture book. You know what I mean? By the way, I found out something a bit disturbing about Charles Manson the other day, and I'm not too... I'm not sure how to feel about it. There's a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. I've read it before, and apparently it was one of the books that Charles Manson read. Um, I'm not too... I'm not too happy with that, actually. Ew. <laughs> but yeah, pyramid schemes suck. Multi-level marketing should be illegal. We should have a law against them, but we don't. Honestly, I would say if you have no morals and you want to make a lot of money, start yourself one of those companies. Because you're going to make a lot of money, but you're going to piss off a lot of people. In fact, there was a, like a half a billion dollar lawsuit from Herbalife, if I remember correctly. No, 50 million. There we go. I thought, that, that number seems too generous. And they paid it back. Because they have the money. It's all about money at the end of the day. I would get into like... I don't know. I would get into the uh, the ethics of it. But if I'm being totally honest, I think a lot of you are unethical to begin with. <laughs> I'm saying this because I've been looking at some of the statistics of my fan base. And a lot of you are concerning, to be honest. I think half of you try to scam me on Twitter. And there's one or two of you trying to get my email address. Which, it's freely available. That's fine. It's when you try to get my password that I'm like, okay, you guys are... Cut that shit out, please. <laughs> All I'm saying is I've had my fair share of internet trolls and people trying to sell me stuff and then going, ooh, you want to be your own boss? No. No, I fucking don't. And if I do want to be my own boss, I'm not going to approach you, dumb little bitch. Okay, I need to chill out. <laughs> There's a reason you're not supposed to drink so much caffeine in one day, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to make the same mistake again. You can't stop me. Have you guys seen my TikTok lately? I've been posting videos of my little puppy. Brand new dog, Max. I'm so proud of him. He's so small. Small, cute, and he's fun to play with. In fact... Oh, what time? Oh, it's been 30 minutes. Oh, 27. Whatever. That's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. I won't lie. I want you to do more research on this topic. And please, email me with stories of 
past experiences with multi-level marketing. I don't even care if it's insignificant. If you've even seen someone selling something, let me know. Because this is a bigger story than I can ever comprehend. And I want my fans and I want people who hear me, who hear this specifically, to let me know. I'm actually going to clip this and put it on TikTok as well. So let me say that again. If you have ever dealt with a multi-level marketing scheme or a multi-level marketing company, please email me. My email is going to be in the description of this podcast. Email me the story because I want to read it out loud and I want to see what they all have in common. I want to tell people what to look out for and what to do in these situations. That's a clip right there. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. I have finally talked to both artists from Twitter, and we are finishing up something. One of them is almost done. We're going to have a new t-shirt coming. Oh, shit. I, okay, I spoiled the surprise, but, like, you're not going to know what color it is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the kind of person who, like, gets bothered by spoilers, because, to be honest, you're going to see it anyway. Everything with time. That's what I'm saying. One day, we will all... You know, we're all going to face all the shit that we did in the past, I guess. That goes for multi-level marketing people. uh, Sinners. People who threw jello at my fucking window. Um, The bird that came all over my mirror actually came. Like, he didn't poop on the mirror. No, he saw himself in the mirror and made love to it. And and I had to spend my Saturday cleaning it up. And my hands got all sticky. It was nasty. Fucking bird. I'm... (laughs) I was gonna say something fucked up. Never mind. I actually really like birds. Just that one in particular. What is it with birds and mirrors, man? Are you fucking serious? I think I mentioned it in the past before, but it's just so awkward to me. Anyway, um, I've already said it before. Email me your stories. New t-shirts coming up. Patreon still open. All right. See you guys next week.